Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. This morning we're going to read out of the book of John, John 3, John 4. Amen. Just get yourself books ready and pens ready. Amen. We're going to read about the women of Samaria, but I'll... Samaria, <laughs> Samaria and Afrikaans. So I think everybody is familiar with this women of Samaria that, yeah, she wanted, she was, she was living where, let's read, let's read the word of God. When, when, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, Though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee, and he must needs to go through Samaria. Then cometh to him to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there where Jesus was there. Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey, Set thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to bear, to buy meat. Then says the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew, Ask his drink of me, which am, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. <clears throat> Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that said unto thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, Thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said to her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him, shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Can you remember the song that we sing first? Who remember the song that we sang first? Spring up a well in me. Amen. So the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, Thou hast said well, thou hast well said, I have no husband, 
For thou hast had five husbands, and the and the womb, and the and he whom thou hast is not thy husband, and and that says thou truly. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto a woman, Believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye worship ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is it, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such worship, or such to worship him. God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto him, I know Messiah cometh, which is called Christ, Messiah's coming, cometh. Where is where he is come, he will tell us all things. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came this disciple and marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come, see, a man which sold all things that I ever did is not this the Christ. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. And in the meanwhile the disciples prayed, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. Let me read that again. But he said unto, him, unto them, I have meat that to eat that ye know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Has many men brought him all to eat? Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And to finish his work. Say not ye, there are ye four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And ye that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto the eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true, one soweth and the other reapeth. And I sent you to reap that whereon you, you bestowed no, no labor. Other men labored, and ye are entered into, the lab, into their labors. Now, when we talk about this message this morning, we see how Jesus loves the world. He still love each and every one. And he knows each and everybody's heart. He knows what, what people are going through in the world. And especially this day, Jesus, Jesus comes to a well in Sychar of Samaria. So when we see Jesus and when he came to this well, 
Jesus decided that, I mean, Jesus was tired. And he decided that he was going to rest at this well. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of, of ground of Jacob. Jacob gave to his son Joseph. So Joseph gave, the, gave that well to his son. Jacob gave it to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat by the well. It was about the sixth hour. Now, anybody of us that knows the sixth hour, it's, still, it's noon, and it's warm, and Jesus was weary. So he, he rested a little bit there at this well. This is where Abram first came when he arrived into Canaan from Babylonia. And we read that in Genesis 12, verse 6. And this is where God first appeared to Abram in Canaan and renewed the promise of giving the land to him and his descendants. Remember Thursday's word? The promise, amen? Yeah. So Genesis 12 verse 7 talked about where God first appeared to Abram in Canaan and renewed the promise of giving the land to him and his descendants. This is where Abram built an altar and called upon the name of the Lord in Genesis 12 verse 8. If you can just write down the scriptures and read through the scriptures. This is where Jacob came safely when he returned with his wives and children from the sojourn, from his sojourn with Laban. Genesis 33, verse 18. This is where Jacob bought a piece of land from the Canaanite named Hammer for 100 pieces of silver. And you get that written in Genesis 33, verse 19. This is where Jacob built an altar to the Lord, listen, and called it El Elofi. Israel, this is written in Genesis 33 verse 20. This is established the connection between Jacob and what became as Jacob's well there in Sychar. Now Sychar was also the place where Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, was, was raped. And the sons of Jacob massacred the men of the city in Retaliation. This was the plot of the ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Remember the plot? that he gave to his son, and, and the land Jacob had conquered from the Amorites with his sword and bow in unrecord battle. And we found that in Genesis 48, verse 22. Amen. So some, this is where Joshua made a covenant with Israel, renewing their commitment to the God of Israel, proclaiming, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that is written in Joshua 2, Joshua 24. Some think that Sychar, which means drunken, was originally a contemptuous name applied by the Jews for, for Sychar. Being wearied from his journey, and we remember, as I said, Jesus was a bit wearied from his journey. After a long day walking, Jesus was wearied. John has been careful to show us that Jesus is God. And but also wanted us to know that Jesus was not the Superman. Jesus genuinely submitted to our human limitations. So set this by the well, the little word this seems to have a force difficult to reproach in English. It is apparently intended to enhance the idea of utter weariness. You know, you see how tired uh, Jesus was when he was sitting there. While um, let's read. Let's read verse 1. 
No, not verse 1. Verse, um, let's, Jacob's well was there. Okay, verse 6. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat on this well, and it was about the sixth hour. There, and then while Jesus was sitting there at the well, there came a woman of Samaria, Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, now Jesus spoke to this woman, and Jesus said to her, unto her, Give me to drink. And while Jesus was asking that to her, I wondered what went through her mind. For his disciples were gone. The disciples, Jesus was alone. And his disciples gone, were gone into the city to buy some meat for Jesus to eat and maybe for them all. Then says the woman at Samaria unto him, How is it that being a Jew asks drink of me, which I am a woman of Samaria? And she immediately told Jesus that Samaritans, um, for the Jews have, have no dealings with the Samaritans. And this is what she said to Jesus. There's no dealings between the Jews and the Samaritans. And Jesus is asking her now, give me something to drink. And Jesus answered and said to her, if thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that says to thee, give me to drink. Thou wouldest have asked of him, and we, he would have given thee living water. When we were singing about the well springing up in us, I'm sure each and every one of us has got this well on the inside of us. Especially if you are a believer, a child of God, somebody that believes in God's word. We all have a well on the inside of us. But what do we do with this beautiful well that is inside of us do we go and do we minister to people that does not know jesus the woman said unto him sir thou hast nothing to draw with and the well is deep from whence then hast thou living water jesus says the water that he gave to her let's read art thou greater than our father because jesus said that she said art thou greater as greater than our father Jacob, but he, who gave the well to us, and drinketh there of himself and his children, now, now Jacob and his children and his cattle, they all drink out of that well. And this woman now is asking Jesus, are you greater than Jacob? And we all know that Jesus is the greater one. Jesus answered and said unto her, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. The water in the well when we drink that water in the well, we will thirst again. But if you drink, but so ever drinketh of the water that I shall give him, shall never thirst. And I'm sure this is the reason why we all here still. We have tasted, we have seen, and we have drinketh of this water. And today we are still here because we want to have this water. Amen. But the water that I shall give thee, shall be in him a well of water spring up into everlasting life. So we are thinking about the water and what water is it that Jesus is talking about here? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit on the inside of me and you. Nay, that is what we have. Everlasting. The Holy Spirit will never leave nor forsake us, but he will always be, be with us. The woman said unto him, Sir, Give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. 
And she's still asking Jesus, give me some of those water, so that the water that Jesus was supposed to give her, so that she doesn't come back to the well and drink of that water again. And that is the physical water, but the spirit of Jesus is from everlasting to everlasting. The woman said unto him, Sir, gave me this water that I thirst not, and, and neither come hither to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call thy husband, and come hither. Now Jesus said to her, Go, call thy husband. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast said, Well, can you see how Jesus knew everything about this woman? There's nothing about you and me that Jesus does not know. He knows everything about us. And he also said to her, things that she didn't know that Jesus knew. For thou hast, Jesus said to her, you hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not a husband. And that says thou truly. He said it to her. And the woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a, thou art a prophet. Now all of a sudden she see Jesus. Jesus is a prophet. And a prophet is somebody that knows, or the Holy Spirit shows you things about if there's anybody or person in the, in the community that has got problems. Our father worshipped in this mountain, and he say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. So she said to him, our fathers worshipped in this mountain. And he say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to a woman, believe me. Didn't Jesus say, to each and every one of us that we should believe him. And we did believe him and we received him. But he said to the woman, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. So there's also for us a great lesson in this story that we shouldn't just worship God right here. We shouldn't just worship God when it is Sunday or when it is Thursday or when it is Wednesday. But even at home we should worship. And we all know about what happened now with the lockdown. So the church is not actually a place of worship. We are the children of God that worship Him. Amen. Each and everybody of us is the ones that are worshiping God. You worship ye, ye know not what we know, what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The hour shall come. And this is what Jesus said to the woman, and the hour is now. Yes. So we shouldn't let this time waste, or we shouldn't let this time pass us. We should worship God Amen. now. Amen. We shouldn't wait until people are saying this is going to be the end of the world, and now all of a sudden... We want to worship God. While we are here right now, let's worship God in spirit and in truth. God is spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So we cannot worship God otherwise. Amen. We can only worship Him in spirit and in truth. Otherwise, it's something else that we are worshiping, and we are shall not worship any idols or anything Amen. except the Lord our God. The woman said unto him, I know the Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he's come, she didn't even know that it is the Messiah, Jesus Christ, that was with her. And listen, beloveds, we know that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. 
We should listen to what Jesus is saying right now to each and every one of us. The woman said unto him, I know the Messiah is coming, which is called Christ. When he's come, he will tell us all things. She still didn't believe that Jesus Christ was with her. What do we believe while we are sitting here, listening to the word of God? Do we believe that Jesus himself in John 1, when when John said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. The word became flesh, and it came to live among us. So I would just want to, to, to encourage you, when you listen to the word, open your ears and open your heart. And let the Spirit minister to you. Because we cannot wait for a day other than somebody else that would come from overseas or come from wherever to worship. Right here, right now is the time to worship. To worship Him in spirit. He says, but the hour has come. And now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such worship. So what does Jesus look for? He look, he's looking for his true worshippers. Thank you, Thelma. He's working, looking for his true worshippers. We come every Sunday maybe to listen to the word of God. But if we tell ourselves when we left our house, this morning I'm going to meet and gather with the saints to worship God. Amen. Not just this morning, but we worship God when we are at home. We worship God in our quiet time. We make time. To worship God. And now he says to the women. But the hour has come. And now is when the true worshippers. Shall worship the father. In spirit and in truth. For the father seeketh such worship. And can I. Just introduce to you. That the father is seeking. His worshippers this morning. Yes. Each and everybody. When we were busy singing that song this morning. It was like. I could hear how everybody was worshipped, but with that worship, in my spirit I hear the angels of God was worshipping with us while we were worshipping this morning. And with that, J.B., thank you for the beautiful worship music that was played this morning. And we could just agree with the worship, with the praise and the worship, and just to worship God. Amen. God is spirit. What is God? God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto him, I know the Messiah is coming, which is called the Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. She said, he will tell us when he come, when the Messiah come, he will tell us all things. Listen what Jesus said to her. And Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee, I am he. She didn't know that the one that was speaking to her at the well, it was Jesus. And can you or anybody tell me what was the reason that Jesus was there at the well to meet that woman? Because Jesus was on his way somewhere else, but he had to go through Samaria. And he got to the well, and he sat there, and he knew, he, Jesus knew, knew that this woman was coming. But, but, but when, we, when we look at this woman, what do you think, what happened that day with that woman? 
just she met she met Jesus she gave her heart to the Lord but she also when she gave her heart to the Lord she also had a message that she had to like you and myself we received a message we gave our heart to God but we are not just here to listen to the word of God to receive the word of God but we also have a message amen amen and she didn't know that Jesus was the one speaking to her. And upon this came the disciples and marveled that he talked with a woman. They were so wonder. They were one in the wonder. Why is Jesus talking to this woman? He was surprised. He was. They were marveled. Why is Jesus talking to this woman? And yet no man said, "What seekest thou?" Or why talkest thou with her? It's as if he's asking the disciples, why is nobody asking why Jesus is talking with her? The woman then left her water pot after she had a conversation with Jesus. She just left the water pot right there at the well and went away into the city and says to the men, what do you think, what did she do? Why did she left her pot there? Because she just heard that this Jesus told her everything about herself. She didn't know that there was somebody that knew so much about herself. And she just left her pot there. And what did you think? Where did she go? She ran into the city and she went to go and tell. Yes, and she gave a testimony to them. Look what this man has told me. Everything about myself. She was so excited. It was almost like she was in the darkness and all of a sudden she sees the light and she's running into the city now to tell all the men. And now the disciples came and they were marvel at Jesus talking to this surprise. He was, they was really surprised. And she said, when she came into the city, she says, come see a man which told me all things that I ever, that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? He's can you hear what she said? She said, is this not the Christ? He has told me everything. Then they went out of the city. They went out of the city. She went into the city, but now they went out of the city and came back to Jesus. And they went out of the city and came unto him. And in the meanwhile, his disciples prayed, saying, Master, eat. They know Jesus was weary. So he must have been hungry. So he was sitting at the well and the disciples went to go and buy meat. And all of a sudden they say to the master, you must eat now. But did you listen when I was reading the word of God? What did Jesus answer him? But he said unto him, I have meat to eat that you know not. This is what Jesus said. Jesus said to him, to the woman, he first said, the water that I, if you knew who it was, that was saying to you, give me to drink. What would you, what, what would, would she would have asked it? She would have asked him living waters. Living waters. Waters that you will drink, that you will never thirst again. And what water is that? That is the word of God. She, you would have asked, you would have asked, and he would have given you living waters. Living waters. And now the disciples come back and they want their master to eat. But the master said to them, 
But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Has any man brought him something to eat or to eat? Did anyone bring Jesus something to eat? Because he's not hungry. But can you remember what Jesus said? I have meat to eat that you know not of. And I would encourage you today with what happened on Thursday night, on Thursday night. You, we all didn't understand, most of the people that was here didn't understand the word of God. But I just want to encourage you to come to the Bible studies and come and, come and listen to God's word. And it's like, like Jesus said there, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Jesus has got something so amazing. He's got his word and he wants us to marvel at his word. Marvel at his word. Listen to his word. Read through his word. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. If there was anything that you didn't understand on Thursday, I would urge you to come to the Bible studies. And listen to it. On a Wednesday night, it's going to be at my house. And just come and listen to what God wants you to know. So I was saying, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, has any man brought him to eat? Has anybody brought Jesus something to eat? They were still understanding that's what Jesus is giving to him. Is something physical to eat. But Jesus said unto, her, unto them in verse 34, Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Is the work finished on earth yet? No. The work is not finished. Why? Because we still need to go out and preach the word to those that doesn't understand and those that did not come yet. So this is our duty to go into all the world yes. and preach the gospel. Okay. And can I just give you some news this morning? It's not just me, it's not just Philip, it's not just Rita, not just Shabi, not just Cynthia, Heta, or Evie, or Sister Maki, or every one of you that are sitting here. Each and everybody as God placed his commission on his heart to go into this world. Not just this woman hurt at the well. And what did she do? She didn't keep she it for herself. She ran into the city. And today we hear God's word. What should we do? Not sit in our comfortable chairs at home. We should go out there and minister the word of God. It's like yesterday morning when I ministered to this woman. And I made sure, she's already 60 years old, that before I said, I leave her, that she needs to receive Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. And you see, it doesn't matter what age people are. Amen. If we can just go to people and minister the love of God, like Cynthia said this morning in the dream team, <clears throat> minister the love of God to people. Amen. People's heart and people's ears need to hear about how much Jesus loved them. Jesus has got his word, his love, that he wants to pour out in those that does not even know 
how and what it is to love. Jesus said unto them, my meat, this is where Jesus answered her, my meat, verse 34, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. What is our duty? Our duty is exactly the same. We need to go out there. Amen. And the people are hungry. And we might think that person will not receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. They will receive Jesus. They are just waiting on each and every one of us to go and minister the word of God. If you want to bring somebody also to the, to, to the, to the gathering, then you can bring that person and that person can read and understand and listen to God's word and also receive God. But I would like each and everybody just to encourage you this morning, each and everybody has got it inside of you to minister to people the gospel. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And who did send Jesus? The Father, God. God sent Jesus. And Jesus said he's coming to do the will of the Father. As Pastor Isaac said, the whole earth shall be filled with the glory of God. Our mouth, everyone shall know the truth, and the truth shall make them free. Say ye not, they are, they are yet four months. So we shouldn't just say that there's enough time to do it. There's next year that you will go. I think the time is right now. For us to go into the world. Don't say next month or four months. And then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And I can assure you of this. The moment I spoke to the lady yesterday, her heart was already open. How many hearts are open? How many hearts are waiting for me and you to go and tell them about the love of God. We are not just here to receive God's word, but we are here to go out and preach the gospel. I remember this morning in the, in the dream team how Rita and Philip were sharing about the 20 people that received the Lord. Like I said, the harvest is plentiful. The hearts are open. They want to receive. They want to know. You know everything about Jesus. But they are waiting for somebody to come. And how will they know if nobody go and share the gospel with them? So we need to go out there. And he that reapeth receive wages and gathered fruit unto life eternal. What is the fruit? The souls. Salvation. People are open and ready receive the word of God. And that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Imagine how beautiful it will be if the whole Solaris Pass will know the Lord. How they will rejoice in the Lord. I just want to urge you, if you didn't start outside, start already in your house. Start with those that are near to you. And therefrom, move out. You never know that person that you minister to is also going to go into this world. And she's and he's also going to make disciples. He's going, also going to invite somebody. But we need to remember 
The time is right, it is now. Amen. We shouldn't wait for any longer to go and minister the word to those that has not heard about the gospel. And it's plain and simple just to minister to them about the love of God. And hearing is that saying too, one soweth and the other one reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon you bestowed no labor. All men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. So there's many people. If you, if you look in this community, there's so many people and so many churches in the community. But there's so many people that doesn't go. And this is our duty to go to those people and minister to them. To bring them in so that they can also experience and learn and also be changed from the darkness unto the light. Amen? Are we ready to go into this world? Are we ready to minister? We all have people Amen. at our workplaces, Amen. down the uh, street, in the shops where we are standing. I've ministered to somebody in the strand yesterday afternoon um, after I wake up a little bit. And the lady said to me that her husband is totally against the gospel. So they, they, but she said to me, she worships the sun. And I said, you know who made that? Jesus is the one that Amen. made the heavens and the earth. So it's better to worship him. Yes. And then worship Amen. that which he has made. Amen. Amen. So we have got a mission. We must go out into all this world and minister to people. Amen. It is still day. Amen. Let's go out and minister to those. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.